Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host Emily. Hope you're having a wonderful day so far and hopefully by the end of this podcast it would have got a little bit better. Oops, there goes my speaker falling out of the laptop. That's a good start. Right, hope you're all having a wonderful day. So we're going to get straight into it. This podcast today is all about the fat loss mindset or the diet mindset and why it is killing your progress because this is something that I say all the time not just with you know clients when they start out with me but just literally in general conversation between women all all the time uh, I went to a spa day the other day uh, you might see it on my insta took myself off for a little birthday treat on my tod just to have a little bit of a disconnect super important to do that and um so I got myself ready got in the jacuzzi um, took a deep breath, relaxed, and then as I did, these two ladies got in the jacuzzi, started talking about diet. I was like, for fuck's sake, um, <laughs> give me a break. But now, what that just reiterated to me is that it is everywhere. And what I'm going to do today is these two ladies are a bit like amused for this because it's something the podcast I've wanted to do for a while. And I was like, no, do you know what? I need to get some thoughts down and let's help people out with it. So what I'm going to go through is five five pointers of a diet mindset that we have and I know we have because I used to have them myself and how we can flip them on their head to make a fat loss dieting phase more enjoyable have more longevity and have it more sustainable because this is the problem right is that how many times do people say I'm going on a diet or I'm starting this diet again whereas realistically guys if we start a fat loss journey we should only be doing that journey once it might be broken up into different phases But if we do it right, we should only be doing it once. We shouldn't be four years down the line going back and doing the same diet um, over and over again. Or, you know, know, when people say Weight Watchers worked for me, Slimming Club worked for me, Keto worked for me. No, it didn't. Because if you're back to square one, you didn't learn anything from that diet. It didn't work for for you. Um, Okay, so what is the fat loss mindset? The fat loss mindset is the frame of mind we get ourselves in, we prep ourselves for before we start the diet. And the five pointers that I see time and time again that um, make up this mindset are over-restriction, being miserable, seeing exercise as a punishment or we have to do exercise to eat or to earn our food, um, that we're driven solely by the scales as a progress marker, and that we do it for, and that we do short-term drastic diets um, and expect these massive long-lasting results from. So we're going to break these down today into our five pointers. I'm going to go into each one, and then I'm going to give you some tips and some hacks to flip it on its head so we're not experiencing this diet mindset anymore. And actually, we're having a more positive, empowered mindset towards fat loss and dieting. Because there's nothing wrong with you know, wanting fat loss and wanting to go on a diet and wanting to improve your body composition. It's just that what I tend to see a lot of is people have loads of effort and loads of motivation to do it, but their mindset's completely crap, to be honest with you. And it's dead sad because you're just setting yourself up for a fail before you've even begun. It's such a wasted energy of motivation when we if we direct that motivation in the right place like we're gonna achieve our goals and we're gonna be buzzing with ourselves about it so let's get into number one then which is the biggest one of all for me is over restrictions when people say i'm going on a diet i'm starting my fat loss phase automatically they think right i can't eat 
X, Y, and Z. I can't, I can't eat my biscuits, my cakes. No, thank you. Cannot have any alcohol. Um, I won't be going out for any food. Don't even dare to invite me on a social occasion because I can't do any of that. Um, and they just set themselves up into the all or nothing camp. Okay. I'm just going to plug another podcast, the all or nothing mindset and how to break it. Go and check it out in, in my podcast list, podcast list, podcast library. Don't know what it's called, but it's in there. Um, so over restriction is the biggest downfall that we have of that mindset. Whereas, so when you, for example, let's say that you have every day in work, at 11 o'clock, you go to the cafe and you get your latte and you get your little biscuit thing that comes with it. Okay. Now, when you go on that diet, you say, no, no latte for me. I'll just be having me water and a satsuma. Thank you very much. Guys, that's not fun because that little joy in your day, which was your coffee and your biscuit, is now being completely taken away from you. So automatically, every day at 11, you're probably going to sit there and think, really want me coffee and me latte because you've massively over-restricted it. And it's the same when we cut out food groups is that, when we cut out, you know, I'm not eating any bread or any carbs, any pasta. It's all you think about when you're eating your chicken salad. Is it, oh, I wish you had some pasta with it or I'd love a bit of garlic bread, um, you know? So over-restriction doesn't work because it sh- it really cuts short. It really cuts short our, our willpower, our motivation to carry on because it's sucking the joy out of the food that we like to eat. Whereas what we need to do is just compromise it. So if at 11 o'clock you enjoy your latte and your biscuit thing that goes with it, or I'm trying to think of what you'd get, like say like a muffin or something. Um, or you can say, you, you've got a couple of options. You can say, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch my latte to an Americano with milk. So I'm still having my coffee and I'm going to have like a protein bar with it, or I'm going to have a 99 cal stickers with it don't know why it's coming to my head but it is and you're just going to compromise um your you know cut your calories back make sure it sits in your calorie deficit but you're not massively over restricting because what you're probably going to do is stick stick at that then for a longer while like you're still having that coffee that break that little sweet fix that you enjoy at that time but it's just in a lesser way your other option is is if you love the muffin, you know, the girl girl at the bakery does great muffins, you can say, right, what I'm going to do is, I'm actually not going to have a muffin every day, I'm just going to do it on a Wednesday, break my week up a little bit, so all the other days, you maybe have, you know, your little Americano with milk and your satsuma, I don't know where satsumas have come from, but there they go, fruit of the day, and then on a Wednesday, that's when you have your muffin and your coffee, because you're in, you're in your fat loss phase, you know, that having it every day is pushing your calories over every day. It's not great for you. So we're just going to compromise. Therefore, we've not mass, we haven't taken it away. Therefore, we're not going to bed at night dreaming of the muffins and the coffees. And we're going to break because we will break, guys. That is the thing with over restriction. It only lasts for so long. Um, and then your mind, which is a super, super strong part of you, will take over. And because as soon as we say we can't have something we all know we want it 10 times more so if we compromise on it we're gonna stick it out and it's the same with food groups and social occasions as well if you you know if you cut out your carbs which tends to be the one that people cut out most of we all know what happens is that we can probably do it for five days and then when the weekend comes that's when you go well i've been dead good monday to friday so tonight on the menu we're having 
pasta carbonara I'm having a whole garlic bread to myself because I haven't had it all week and we absolutely go into that nothing mindset whereas all we need to do is compromise and think right okay so today rather than having uh, the whole bag of Uncle Ben's microwave bowl rice I'm going to split it into thirds and have one bag over three days for my lunches we're not taking the food group away we're not in our head over restricting that food group we're just cutting it back a little bit and I'm telling you now the more that you do this the longer journey you're going to have on your fat loss the better results you're going to see because you are not going to be flipping and flipping and floating (laughs) flipping in and out of that all or nothing on that over restriction mindset okay and the last thing on over restriction is social occasions if you go into this is going to tie into another goal at the end but if you tie in socially in social occasions and you cut them all out while you're on this fat loss journey what are you learning nothing if you if you go out for brunch or breakfast every week with your girlies and it's you know bacon pan bacon making wow bacon maple pancakes every week right but if you just not stop going when you finish your fat loss phase or you finish this drastic diet you're going to go back and you're going to go back into the bacon and maple pancakes because you've never you didn't put yourself through the social occasion of okay, rather than not doing it, I'm going to go and I'm going to pick something healthier to have. And maybe, you know, if I really, really fancy it, I'll have them. But actually, my goals are really important. So I want to go and see the girls, but I'm going to go and have eggs on toast instead. And you're balancing it and you're learning how to manage. The over-restriction part of our diet mindset teaches us sweet FA. What we need to do is learn how to compromise, learn how to balance and learn how to manage it. Because again, as always, guys, a lot of us don't really need um, a short-term diet. We need to learn lifestyle strategies to keep that weight off. Um, Okay, so hopefully on the over-restriction, that helped you a little bit. So if you are in a diet mindset at the moment and you've cut out absolutely everything, don't do that. Go back in and think, you know what, I'm right. I am going to include my coffee and my muffin once a week because right now I am really hammering for it and I know that I'm going to binge on it or I'm going to go and to Sainsbury's and buy a four pack and eat them all. That's not going to help your fat loss goals. So compromise with it. Don't over restrict and it will, it will work out for you. I promise you. Tried and tested with my clients. Compromise it. Okay, so the second point then we're going to get into, guys, when we think of diet, when we think of fat loss, we think flipping miserable. This is crap. Because again, we're normally over-restricting. We normally think we've got to do loads in the gym. We normally think we can't go to social occasions and we tie it into a miserable mindset. Whereas fat loss, lifestyle changes, they, they, they don't have to be miserable. They can be enjoyable because again, like I said, we can we take out the over-restriction, we put things in, we balance it out. And it might be that, yes, we have to sacrifice some things, but you don't have to sacrifice everything. If you're a social butterfly and, you know, you're normally out Friday, Saturday, Sunday having drinks. Yeah, you can't do that when you, you know, if you want to not only go into a fat loss phase, but live in a health, healthy, happy life doesn't include getting pissed up Friday, Saturday, Sunday for a long period of time. I mean, some weekends, that's fun and games, but not for long periods of time. So that is where you need to have that lifestyle change. So again, it's not about sucking the fun out of everything and saying you can't do social occasions. It's just looking at it and thinking, right, okay, what out of them three do I love the best enjoying a Prosecco with? That's what I'm going to do. On the others, I'm not going to drink. I'm going to make good choices. Um, 
but I'm still getting that joy out of my weekend. And it's not like I'm telling myself I can't do anything. Because again, if you do that, if you suck out all the fun, you suck out all your social occasions, you're just going to rebound back into it and learn nothing. So it doesn't have to be miserable. And if you are doing workouts and you're doing and you're eating food that you don't find joy in, then you're doing it wrong and you need to take a step back and think, right, I actually don't enjoy body combat class that I'm forcing myself to go to because, you know, I burn the most calories on my watch. Change it up, hon. You know, get a get a plan off a gym instructor, get a plan off a coach or change the class up and find something that you enjoy. Because again, if we enjoy the process, I tied this into another one. If we enjoy the process, we're going to stick it out longer. So if you are in a fat loss phase or you are dieting and you are not enjoying it, it's not because you 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 know you you don't enjoy that fat loss phase. There's something in there that is not making it enjoyable for you, and we can't change that. So find the exercise that you like, change your foods up. If you're not a fan of broccoli, no worries. Change it to you know different vegetables. I've got clients that are let's say in nicest terms fussy, and we've we have to go through this process they don't like that okay let's change it for this okay we don't like that but the bottom line is if you want to be healthier you want to drop fat and you want to feel better fruit veg exercise which is part of fat loss is part of a healthy life and this is the things we're going to stick to and I'm going to talk about short-term goals in a minute but we have to find joy in it and we have to find the things that we enjoy to stick it out not just for that fat loss phase but for the for the lifestyle longevity of it as well so remember if you're miserable in a fat loss phase don't just give up girl find what it is and change it this is where coaches come in quite handy because you can voice that opinion to a coach and say look i'm miserable shit here what's going on Uh, and we'll change it up for you so remember do not associate a diet a fat loss with a miserable mindset because again your journey is going to be hella short and you ain't going to get them results if you do so number three then this sort of ties into number two, but when we're in a diet mindset, we see workout as a punishment. Oh, I'm going to the gym. Oh, I've got to get on the stairmaster. Oh, like everything is a slog and we're not enjoying it. Or the, one of the worst things is um, not if I don't go to the gym, I can't eat X or I have to go to the gym because I'm going out and having a meal out. Like, again, we're tying a negative mindset to the workout, whereas workouts are workout should be fun workout should be okay sometimes we die in them like hands up I do as well but they should be fun they should be enjoyable and we should be looking at them as I actually went into the gym because my aim was to lift heavier on my weight my aim was to run faster on the treadmill my aim isn't to go and burn 200 calories so I can go and have a Kit Kat chunky afterwards okay because again longevity unfulfillment, all of these negative emotions are then going to be tied to a workout. So if you are going into a diet, if you're in a diet mindset, if you're in a fat loss mindset and you are seeing workout as punishment, you are doing it wrong. And I wish you could see the passion on my face now. As we all know, I am a like keen exerciser, but not just for a physical point of view, but what it does for me mentally, what it does for my mood, um, you know, what it does for my relationship. If I don't go to the gym, I'm grouchy and I feel lethargic. So seeing workout as a punishment is definitely something we want to come away from. And if you are dieting and you're in fat loss, you definitely do want to be doing some sort of exercise, guys. It is not only going to help with 
um, you know, utilizing your stored energy, your stored fat, but it is going to help boost you, your mood, your energy, your sleep, uh, which then makes your fat loss journey even more enjoyable to carry on with. So that's number three, not seeing workout as a punishment, but seeing it as something that fulfills you. And again, like I said, in the miserable part, if you're not enjoying it, you are doing the wrong type of exercise for you. Switch it up, change it and get it. So you are going to the gym or doing your workouts because you enjoy them because you see the benefit in them. Okay, number four then, big one. Big one, very common one is we are driven by the scales alone as our progress marker. So diet mindset, fat loss mindset, how do you measure your progress? scales no in the words of joe wicks the sad step okay yes you can use scales as part of your progress tracking but hella no do you want to be using them as your sole tracking um just no the scales are affected by so much stuff so just a few things to reel off that can affect our scale weight are we hydrated? Have we eaten salt? Have we eaten carbs? Are we stressed? Are we not getting enough sleep? Are we constipated? Are we not eating enough fiber? All of these things can contribute to whether them scales go up or down, up and down. If we're dehydrated, you're going to weigh less. As soon as you have a drink, you're going to weigh more. Um, so you can overall, over time, yes, the scales will, uh, what do they call it? You know, it correlate, correlation. Oh gosh, can't think of the word. Like the scales will come down. There we go. Scales will come down over time. Um, but just using that as our sole marker week in, week out in fat loss is just I feel sad for people that do that because I just think you are setting yourself up each week for a fail. Um, because like I said, there's so many things that can affect the the scales, whereas what we want to be doing is we want to be measuring our fat loss on numerous different things, okay? So fat loss from a physical point of view, we want to be doing measurements, photos. Have you got a pair of kecks that you want to get in or a skirt or a dress? Try that on every few weeks, see how much you're getting into it. Yes, you can keep an eye on the scale, see what they're doing, but they do not dictate whether you have solely lost fat or not. Remember, guys, it's fat loss and weight loss, two different things. Weight loss can be dehydration. It can be muscle loss. It can be poopy loss, okay? Whereas fat loss, we know we're going to get smaller. Um, we're going to see more muscle definition. We're going to see shape change. It's got so much more lovely stuff to it when what the scales tell you. And also remember that progress is measured externally as well as internally. So are your energy levels feeling better? Is your sleep improving? Um, are you being more switched on in work? Are you not feeling as lethargic in the afternoon? And seeing these internal, are they internal? See, well, seeing these non-physical progress markers improve, guess what it's going to do? It's going to spare you on to keep going on your fat loss journey. So that week that you didn't put you on the scales, your measurements didn't move, everything sort of stayed the same, but oh my God, you slept like a bloody baby and you're mood is through the roof is that going to spare you on hell yes whereas if that week you were just measuring your scales and nothing you weren't measuring monitoring any other forms of progress you'd just be sad and the likelihood is you would give up so ex in external and internal markers uh, progress markers are really important to keep us going and keep us motivated to seeing these positive improvements on our fat loss journey so like i said 
our diet mindset, our old diet mindset normally is, well, if the scales don't move, I'm not making progress. And it's not true, Galia. So flip that on its head. Let's start measuring progress, uh, physical progress, photos, measurements, and internal progress, your mood, your sleep, your energy levels, your libido, your sex drive. You know, is that improved? Go girl. Um, okay, so the last one then is number five, which is when we have a diet mindset, it's normally I'm on a diet two weeks before my holidays. I'm going to cut everything out. I'm not going to do anything. No carbs for me, hon. chicken salad, soup for, for dinner. I'll have a thin if I'm feeling peckish. I'll have a rive eater, hon. Um, all of these, you know, I'm going to do booty. Remember booty? I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. I definitely did that more than once. Um, fucking hell, just make, just make you shit yourself. <laughs> Okay, holler to my girls who are all in your 30s. Like, yes, I did that. Um, um, right, where are we up to? Number five, short-term drastic goals. So this is where we do the drastic, the drastic changes for short for, for instant gratification for short-term um time. And then we go back to normal. And this is the yo-yo. And a lot of people go through this. Stone on, stone off. Two stone on, stone off. Three stone on, oh shit, what's happening? Because we just go through these short-term goals. And if you're one of these people, this, you know, keto worked for me. No, it never. You dropped a stone in two weeks because you were eating fuck all and not doing anything and you put your weight back on. That is not working. And that's because you wanted that instant gratification because we are, we're surrounded by people telling us we can get instant gratification from, you know, drastic changes, but unless we learn how to live with them results and what it takes to keep them results, it does not work. So let's, let's remind ourselves, fat loss phases, fat loss journeys, diet phases, they are all, they all take time to get to. And and think of it this way, like the long, not the longer, because we don't, we, we don't want to be dieting, you know, for an extreme amount of time, but if we give ourselves longer than two, three weeks of these drastic changes, these habits, these healthy things that we are doing, we are implementing, they are going to become part of our lifestyle. They, they are going to become healthy habits. And when we've got healthy habits, we keep them. They become our day-to-day. So, the you know, the reasoning behind the 10 to 12K steps per day, it might that it might not be the 25,000 steps a day you made doing on a seven, you know, seven-day gut buster challenge. But then she's not going to be able to keep that up. Who the hell has time to do 25,000 steps a day? She's doing it for seven days because her motivation is there and, she, and she, you know, she's going for that short-term gratification. But you both go on holiday together. And when you come back, you're going to enjoy your 10K steps because it helps with your mindset and you're chilled. She's going to be, you know, stomping up and down, not chilled, thinking, crap, I've got to get these steps in. When you come home, you're going to continue on your fat loss because that healthy habit you have now made is part of your lifestyle. She's going to think, I never want to do another step again. Okay, so you've got to weigh up these short-term instant gratification. They don't teach us anything and they don't give us any healthy habits to then proceed into. And I'm not talking to everyone. I'm I'm talking to 90% of us. All of my clients, all of the people, all of you guys that listen to the podcast and follow me on Instagram, I'm not an instant gratification kind of coach. I am a longevity lifestyle, live your best life, don't cut out your social occasions, eat your chocolate kind of gal, okay? Because I know that 
that's what we need as a nation, as a world. We need to just be start living a healthier life. So yes, there are coaches out there that will give you a six-week, three-stone loss transformation, but I know what it takes to get that. And I know for the majority of us, it's not sustainable. Yes, you'll get the results, but hell no, will you keep them? Hell no. Because then just not, you just can't, if you want to have a half decent, normal, happy, healthy social life, it's not doable. Um, so yeah, so that they are my five points for today, guys. And I and I hope they they help. So remember our old fat loss diet mindset, which was over restriction, being miserable, workout was punishment, we're driven by the scales, and we want it fast and we want it quick and we want it now. This shit, they don't work. Okay, you're gonna get your results maybe from the short-term ones, but they're not going to last. And remember, at all of them five points, it doesn't have to be like that. Don't over-restrict, just compromise. Think of the longer journey, think of the long game. Don't be miserable, hon. If you're miserable doing your workout or on your diet, change it up. Fat loss, dieting, doesn't have to be miserable. We can find the fun in it. Seeing your workout as punishment, no babes. We're not doing that anymore. We're going to find our workouts. We're going to strengthen our posture. We are going to be a bad boss bitch in the weight area. We are going to run fast. We are going to do the press-ups, the burpees, and we are going to like go to the workout to fill our cup up and be energized by it. Number four, don't be driven by the scales. Not anymore. We are going to start measuring our progress, our pictures, our measurements, and how we feel, how we sleep, how much of a ray of sunshine we are in life. And the last one, the worst one, don't go for the short-term drastic. Don't be pulled in by these coaches who are selling you the dream of two stone in six weeks because instant gratification, it'll feel good for a week and then you are going to feel it slip out of your hands, okay? So guys, hopefully today you have seen why your fat loss, your old fat loss mindset is killing your fat loss progress and how to change it to get your results and keep your results um, because that's what I want for everyone. Healthy, happy, women running around just shouting that they're empowered and high-fiving each other what a dream all right guys as always i really appreciate you taking the time to listen today and i really do hope that you learned something and if not at least i hope i put a smile on your face and as always go and drop me a message at underscore em.powered please rate the podcast if you did enjoy it i do massively appreciate it and share it on your socials or send it to your friends put it in your family chat whatever you're doing please, please, please share it. Um, I really appreciate it. Have a gorgeous day and I'll see you next time.